Uh, Greg, can you talk a little bit? Yes. Yes. Check one. Check two. Am I loud enough? Should I be louder? Are we seeing waveform? Check, check, check. I think you look good. Thank you. You look good Mark would would know better. His eyes are better than mine. That's doable. Cool. That's a good middle-of-the-road Gebhard right there. (laughs) We want our mid-Gebhard. Mid-Gebhard. That Gebhard's mid. Mids. Mids. And now you get to really go off. This one's going to... Yeah, this one's this safe to say we've thing. gotten better at picking these apart. This is this is <laughs> going to be a whole thing. All right, uh, are you ready? Uh, yeah, yes, I am. Greg, yes, totally are ready. You ready? Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule. Until now, I'm Mark, and I'm here once again for the 103rd time, I believe. Something like that. With Seth. How are you, Seth? It was such a shock because it was supposed to be that I did not know who the special guest was for this week. And you maintained. You maintained. I, I, I was able to not guess who it was, and you held firm in not telling me. And uh, and I walked through the door and thought it was one person. Turned out to be a com- somebody completely different. And I walked in and both of you are standing there without your pants on. And I was like, "What the fuck is going on? It's him! It's, it's him! It's him! It's him!" And yeah, his name I is Greg. You were naked because we were doing the Chili Peppers, and then you showed up with your clothes on, and I was like, "What the hell is?" Yeah, going well, on? they do love to be naked all the time. <laughs> we're supposed yeah. to do it this way. Yeah, they think yeah. they have a like a tour rider for life that they can. At minimum, yeah, that's the most amount of clothes they have to have on. <laughs> they have to have constant heating yes. around them. They can no, yeah, no shows outdoors in Montana. Special in like exceptions February. for restaurants when you can go in with no shirt on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Maybe shoes. I have no idea what how hygienic on for that restaurant. Yeah, no shirt, yes. no shoes, no service except for Red Hot Chili Chad Peppers. Flea, Chad. Anthony, Anthony and whoever is playing guitar for them at the at the moment. Be how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm doing very well. Yeah. <clears throat> um, we did have Greg on previously for the song Girl Watcher, uh, the Creepfest Bonanza. From the occasion. From go the back occasions. and listen to that episode. If you haven't listened to it before, <laughs> go back and listen. It's so good. It was it was a very, very good time. It was very um, strange. It is it is a it is a weird one for sure. You were out camping, it came on, you you immediately shot me a, a picture of the the radio oh, yeah. and said, Please do this and Please, I said for the love of you God. need to, you need to be on for it. And um, uh, anybody that knows you, they probably know a couple things about you. One, you got a big beard. Two, you own Nice Guys, along with your lovely wife, your wife. Your wife. My wife. (coughs) Uh, Thank you. (laughs) Borat. Um, uh, Yovana. And also, thing number three. You fucking can't stand the Red Hot Chili Peppers. cannot stand the Chili Peppers. So at our restaurant, we have like a couple of loose rules. Like <laughs> you're, you know, for, for what you're playing on the, you know, the, the radio or whatever's on. Right. You can, like if I hear like Milky Chance, I'll just go change it or like Alt-J or Glass Animals. There are a few stations that I'm just like, uh, okay. whatever. If I hear any like 0.0001 seconds of Red Hot Chili Peppers, I like beeline it to whatever unit is playing that music it's got to go everybody knows that rule like every single employee knows that wow rule. yeah 
I didn't know DJ, that. I had no idea. We had a DJ play a Red Hot Chili Peppers remix in our place, and the whole entire staff went up and talked to him afterwards. And I was not there, luckily, but <laughs> everyone's like, yo, you, you can't do that. Here. I will have my people straighten you out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so if you would have known that about me, you would have like known, oh, immediately. I, Greg's I, as I'm this. sitting here thinking about it, I'm like, I don't think I've ever heard Red Hot Chili Peppers the many times that I have been in Nice Guys Pizza. Uh, on uh, uh, Cape Coral Parkway, please come visit for some of the finest pizzas, drinks, and uh, and uh, sodas. I love the root beer Thank that are you. possible that you can possibly find in Lee County. I, I've, as I'm thinking about it, I don't think I've ever heard. Uh, Which is it, a total feat because they weasel their way onto every single station, <laughs> every playlist ever, yeah, ever invented. Terrible. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, you could find like like '50s jazz, and they're going to sneak mm-hmm. their way onto. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, Flea kind of fits. He can play bass. <laughs> no, back when I did live band karaoke, we did have one. Red Hot Chili Pepper song. And I remember trying to kind of like get you to admit because like them or not, I I, I personally feel like I if there's one say. good song they have, what the hell is the name of the song? Under the Bridge. Under the bridge. Oh, okay. Um, it's far and away the most together song they have. Um, the lyrics actually are cohesive um you can hear most of them you can hear most of them them. yeah i feel like i just feel like it's a more cohesive song than 90 percent of their songs the listeners out here i think greg is subconsciously just shaking his head back and forth (laughs) like no no this is wrong this is all wrong yeah yeah yeah. whatever is mark saying i whatever mark is saying i do not condone this (laughs) (laughs) this is not coming I, i don't have any uh what is it like a disclaimer or something like that? <laughs> yeah. his, his beliefs are not my beliefs. <laughs> yeah, this this ad was paid for, not not paid for by Nice Guys Pizza or yeah. Gregory Gebhardt. Um, so um, we've talked a little bit about our past with Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, we've I've I think I've gone into detail before and and what's gone on. I did like them. I I have been. I just very quickly say, and this is all I'll say about my 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 connection to them. I have recently been a convert to. Boy, those lyrics are shit. Mark, you had to ruin them for me. I you did. pointed it out, and yes, boy, those, boy, oh boy, do they have some atrocious so lyrics. See, I'm helping. Yeah. Thank um, you. Preaching the gospel. The, here's my frustration. <clears throat> my frustration is that I like so many things about them musically and have like, liked a lot of things about them musically. Um, it's just this gaping festering wound that is Anthony Kiedis. Yeah. The, I mean, the musicians are, I love John Frusciante as a guitarist. They've had other guitarists that have been fine or whatever, but he is, I think, clear and far and away their best guitarist. Their drummer's fine. Of course, Flea is just ridiculous. They, there, there's so much to like about them. They're so close to being good. And then you get, Anthony Kiedis, who's just doing whatever it is that he's doing, and it just fucking ruins it. It's just so fucking bad. Would you say he's like uh, the poster boy rock star, the one that they just put up there so that like the eye candy of the group for, you know, for the purposes of, you know, hey, we need somebody that looks good. This music thing is not all about sound. It's about vision, too. I feel like taking your shirt off just doesn't make you look good, though. You know, like he's got to have more than that. You know, he's got remember, tattoos. remember Stumper's when he tattoos? had yeah, he's got yeah. that giant yeah. Native American tattoo yeah. on his back. He's trying to say, something remember about. when he went through a mustache period? Is he still doing that? Mm. He had a mustache period, which was I've I've officially dropped him off my radar. I don't pay attention to that. Him might make me like him a little bit. Oh, yeah, I okay. love mustaches. Well, Anthony. 
keep the mustache going. He did have that Dan backslide thing going, you know, on hand her with the, you know, the handlebar <laughs> thing going for a little while. On, just a little on while. Hand her. Yeah. I feel like no matter how good the musicianship is, though, it's like not even close, like not even close <laughs> at all to being made up for by anything no. else that goes on. No, you're absolutely right. At this um, point, the, the, it's been ruined for me because the lyrics have been highlighted and they're just they're all that you can't get around it. You can't get around it. I don't care who you are. If you have a brain, if you're sane, if you have your shit together, you have to recognize that these lyrics are fucking awful. And what started my like initial hatred, I think, is when I was a kid and the radio was like 90% of the music intake I had because oh. I couldn't, you know, couldn't afford a cassette or a CD back then. I had like maybe one or two. And whenever you put the radio on, no matter what station it was, the Chili Peppers, like every third song was another song off this album. And it's just like, I already didn't like it. And I thought it would go away. I thought it'd be like a Jimmy's Chicken Shack or something like, you know, one, one week or like a couple yeah. weeks. But no, it's been like 20, it just 20 doesn't, 25 years, years 30 years. Just, yeah. Um, like you think rub some dirt on it. It'll make it better. No, yeah. it didn't. It didn't <laughs> at all. It absolutely did not. Um, yeah, I completely agree with you. I think that there is, there's nothing that can be done musically. I, and to answer your question, I think part of it is just like a friendship thing. I feel like <clears throat> part of it is just like, they've been together for so long. This band couldn't exist without Anthony Kiedis at this point. I don't at think. At this point, I don't think. Yeah, um, right. He's just Though such a part of them. <laughs> now, I will also say this: One that I think dream. that there was a time and a place for his lyrics being like what they are when they were doing stuff like Mother's Milk, and I can't remember if we talked about this. Uplift Mofo, mofo Party Plan, right? Exactly. Uh, freaky Styly. They're, they're, they're stupid shit. Yeah. The whole point was listen to this at a party, do acid, yeah, get your dick sucked. Um, <laughs> You know, just have a good time. Yeah. And so Think you're when you have Clinton for a little while. Yeah. yeah. So when you have lyrics that are stupid and you're just like, you know, ooga booga, something, something. True men don't kill coyotes. <laughs> yeah. Crap like yeah. That. Yeah. Um, and then what happened is the music became more serious. Mm. And as it became more serious, what he would start doing is, all right, I've got a line that is going to be meaningful. Um, and so I'm just going to surround it by two or three lines that just don't make any sense and then say the line, what I want, do what I can death to the message of the Ku Klux Klan. Like, or I don't understand what the fuck you were saying initially, but I hate the Ku Klux Klan too. So what, what you just okay. described is what's going on in the song that we're going to be doing today. Exactly. It exactly and and it, happens. and it carries on. There is loads and loads and loads of, um, uh, you know, lines in here that are shout outs to a bunch of different things. There's there's a lot of, uh, you know, pop culture, reference, pop culture references and things like that. Tons of them. At times, I think maybe he's trying to draw a, a picture of Calif some sort of weird esoteric vision of California that not all of us are supposed to get. But trying way too hard. Exactly. Yeah, we haven't mentioned it yet, but we're doing Californication <laughs> by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, by the way. In case you didn't know. In case you didn't any know. Red Hot Chili Peppers song, though, to be fair. We could we could pick another one and said the same stuff. Tell me about Californication, the album, Mark. Uh, well, it was released in 1999. Mm -hmm. um, their seventh album. Speaking of, they just won't go away. Yeah, Lord. Uh, reached number 69 on the U.S. <laughs> Billboard Hot 100. Nice. Bro. Which is nice. Nice. Uh, it was the third number one California single in Iceland. So in Iceland, they can't get enough of them. Yeah. I don't I don't understand. Well, it. they dream of Californication in Iceland. 
They do. Yes. For whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the album was produced by Rick Rubin, who uh, also produced Blood Sugar Sex Magic, which just which goes a to lot prove of people... that he can't always get it right. <laughs> <laughs> which a lot of people consider Blood Sugar Sex Magic to be, you know, a... the only redeeming quality of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, <laughs> which I still don't agree on. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you know, there are albums by them I still like. I don't think that's the best one. If you talk to anybody out there, they go, that's like the best one. I just happen to like Mother's Milk. I think that that's a pretty good record. But that's, you know, consensus seems to be amongst even uh, uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper fans that that's like their Sergeant Peppers or whatever. Eh, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily agree, but go ahead, Mark. Um, so this is the first album with John Frusciante back, which ended up paying off in dividends for them, especially, especially where it comes to the song, where they just could not get it together and uh, he came in and saved the day. And I'm using that word very loosely, that yeah. term very loosely. The guitar stuff in this song is something I could have written in high school, though. Yeah. <clears> and that's really what's, and that's what's strange. And it's funny, the music video, which we'll also discuss a little bit later. Um, he's like looking down at his guitar and it looks like he's like Hyper trying focusing. to like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> Boo doo doo doo. <laughs> Boo doo yeah. doo doo. I was that exact it's same like, thing. man, you look like you're really concentrating. Yeah. Like, but he's done a lot of heroin in his yeah. life, so <laughs> exactly. I mean, who knows? Um, I just took over for Dave Navarro. I got to keep this shit simple. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm trying to think. I think he took over at this point for Josh Klinghoffer. No, was it? no, maybe. I think it was Navarro. Uh, maybe you're no Navarro didn't last for very long. I think no, but had, I think this is the album. Where oh, maybe that I, was no time. Longer. Fucking I flies. I, I guess. could be wrong. You're well, right. this is '99. You're probably right. Yeah. You were right. Uh, in any event, Blood Sugar Sex Magic I loved as a kid, and again, it's one of those things where, like, musically, there are songs on there that I love, um, and <clears throat> just wrecked. You just kind of like sing the lyrics almost like they're another language. Mm. Like I don't know what they're saying, but the music kills. And so when I'm singing Suck My Kiss, I have to pretend like, I don't know, what language is this? I don't know, it's fucking key to C's. I don't know what I'm saying. But the music fucking kills. Suckerfish, suckerfish in my dish. How many pieces do you wish? Yes. You know, these are lyrics from this album that everybody is considering one of the best albums of all time. And I just don't know that you can rightfully do that. I don't think you can have lyrics like that. Uh, I'm sure I could pick a song from each, uh, a, a lyric from each song on that album and find something that is just hot trash. Yeah, I like. I didn't really know any of the lyrics to any Chili Peppers songs. I, I maybe knew less than fifty percent. And then you asked me to be on this show, so I did some research and looked it up. And it was like, even I don't know what I thought they were, but it's worse than that. Like terrible, terrible garbage. Yeah, yeah, very, very bad. Um, the record marked a significant change in style for the band, says Rolling Stones' Greg Tate. While all previous or while all pre- previous Chili Peppers projects have been highly spirited, Californication dares to be spiritual what? and epiphanic. What? That's what they're saying. Yeah, <laughs> I can't say that I, I agree with them. I can't say it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this album also had the song "Other Side," uh, as well as uh, a couple of other hits, I believe. Um, this song in particular uh, is one of their most performed songs. And most popular songs, their third most performed song. Well, it's easy to do. I would, ha- I would, I would have to guess behind "Under the Bridge" and give it away. Probably give it away or something yeah, like yeah. that. Um, or maybe "Scar Tissue" is yeah, probably up there. Scar Tissue, a good song actually. Uh, yeah, I like that song. Um, so uh, this is uh, from Wikipedia in Kedis's book "Scar Tissue." Mm-hmm. Speaking of. 
The author reveals that the band had enormous difficulty in putting the song together. Kiedis had written the lyrics, which he felt were some of the best he had written. But the band could not decide how the song should sound musically. As they struggled with the song, it seemed like they would not be able to finish it in time to include it on the new album until one day Frusciante walked into the studio and exclaimed that he had, quote, figured it out. He played the song as he visualized it and went from being a song that could have been an afterthought to becoming one of the Red Hot Chili Peppers greatest hits, similar to the way Under the Bridge was conceived. Um, in Rick Rubin's podcast, Broken Record, which is very good if mm-hmm. you are a podcast person and like music, Chad Smith revealed that for quite some time the song was, quote, are you ready? Because <laughs> it could have been worse that the song was, quote, like reggae, like bad brigade. <laughs> and that, quote, the melody was there, but the music. So this could have been a fucking reggae song. If there's uh, any way for this song to be any worse. Oh, my God. Can you imagine this is a fucking reggae song? Hearing it on a cruise ship. White reggae. Jesus, yeah, no. drop. Uh, yeah. After a while, everybody thought it was not coming together and the song was nearly thrown out they before right. John came yeah. in with a new arrangement. <clears throat> this is just, I also want to get this out here. This is one of their worst songs ever, in my opinion, even before, uh, you know, before today, uh, before realizing and having all the, the lyrics uh, uncovered to me throughout the years. I've always, from the time I first heard, first heard this song, I've always thought this is one of their absolute worst songs. Musically, which lyrically. is saying a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, there because there are records, whole records by them that I like. The beginning of the song definitely has big uh, real world vibes. Like you picture it in like a documentary where something sad happens. Like there's like a big fight, and then you hear do 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 do, and it's like you just see someone Next crying in their the room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It has big big vibes like that. To be honest with you, I like the music to this song. I know I'm gonna get shredded here. Well. I mean, I don't love it, but I I think that I I think look I think it's I think it's good I think it's fine uh-huh. the lyrics ruin it he just he ruins it. I mean it's not difficult and that's fine it's catchy enough um and uh you know if if it wasn't for his lyrics I probably would be into it but then he fucking opens his trap yeah as soon as he starts fucking singing you know it's like I like how kind of barren it is in the beginning. And then he fucking starts up. He just revs up that fucking engine. And all, he's talking about fucking gibberish. Yeah, absolute fucking gibberish. Um, he's, yeah, we're going into these lyrics. I can't wait until we start talking about them. It's going to be good. Yeah. Because um, it's just, it's, it's, it's so, it's so pointless. It's so, it's, he tries. You can tell, you can hear it in his voice that he's trying. He wants to get something across, but it's just can't seem to get it out. Maybe that's, maybe it, Maybe he's trying to convey something and we don't get it. Yeah, well, we don't. I mean, I don't. I don't either. I, I don't. I definitely don't. But you can, you can, there's just such a, like a, an, an eagerness to his, to his voice. Like, you know, I want to get something out, you know, like him. But he just, apparently as however old he was here, like probably a 40 year old man, couldn't do it. Just couldn't get the right words out. So it just comes out with this. Yeah. A 30-minute instrumental song by The Cure called Carnage Visors was a big influence on this song. Okay. Which makes sense when you hear that. Um, I guess we should just go ahead and get into it because there's going to be a lot to go through um, as far as, um, you know, all the little uh, nooks and crannies. Any uh, any other information that they need to know about no. uh, California? Who gives the a fuck? Yeah, exactly. Or the TV show or starring the... David Duchovny. Yes. Psychic spies from China try to steal your mind's elation, and little girls from Sweden dream of silver screen quotation. 
And if you want these kinds of dreams, it's Californication. Is he, By the like, way, is he assuming that somebody wants those kind of dreams? Or like... I, just, I also have to mention real quick, you mentioned it while we were watching the music video beforehand. This song doesn't fucking end. There are like two or three times where you think the song is going to end. There are five verses to this song. You, you get a false ending two or three times. Each one that weak-ass guitar solo being one of the places yes. where it's like it should have just ended here, but no. Um, so yeah, um, this is again, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, what the hell can we even say about this? Well, in his autobiography, uh, uh, autobiography, scar tissue, Anthony Kiedis explained that he got the inspiration for the first lyric psychic spies from trying to try to steal your divine elation when he was in New Zealand and he heard a woman on the street ranting about psychic spies in China. When I was on Auckland one time, I ran into a crazy lady on the street and she was ranting about the f- about the feet that uh, there were psychic spies in China. Uh, that phrase stuck in my mind. So when I was back home, I started writing and writing and they became my favorite of all the lyrics that I'd collected over the last year. <laughs> but that has nothing to do with California at all. Nope. It has to do with Auckland. And he should have taken the cue from the fact that she was a crazy lady that maybe it shouldn't be like the forefront or the, the focal point the, of the first line of the first verse. It just, it it's, I'm getting, this is what I get from that first verse. Uh, I'm getting conspiracy theory vibes. You know, mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe that's why it's stuck in his head. Like, oh, it's a conspiracy of shit. This is 1999. That shit was hot. It's still kind of hot. The li- oh, conspiracy theories rule for yeah, sure. Yeah. Anthony Kiedis added the elation part on there. So the lady didn't say anything about like them <clears throat> stealing her elation. And then he just put that in there. Yeah, he just threw it in there. Just because elation rhymes that was with the page quotation in Californication? The, apparently. It was the page he opened to on the rhyming dictionary that day. Um, little girls from Sweden dream of silver screen quotation. Is uh, 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 Once again, I think he's trying to you know, paint this picture that only people from California are going to understand of the Hollywood dream of these you know, people from far off places you know, coming along and, and trying to make their dreams come true. And in the process of doing that, he has suddenly made the song completely inaccessible to the 99% of the rest of the world. Maybe if a few people in California got what the fuck he's talking about, or if maybe our guesses are correct, it just, it's, it makes it shitty. And it doesn't sound good on top of that. So, yeah. Yep. Um, <clears throat> she, uh, the the little girls from Sweden who dream of silver sque- screen quotation for the uh, the annotation here it says Sweden has exported several hugely successful actresses including Greta Garbo Ingrid Bergman and Anne Margaret who besides those three would you say <laughs> they yeah, say the several others, but there's three that were big in like the 1950s who uh, yeah I mean so, I don't know why they why he seems to th- and then he, why is he so hung up on that. Brit Eklund, yeah, maybe and why? Yeah, why one? Sweden out of all the places in the world? Uh, I mean, you, you, I don't understand the fascination with women from Sweden specifically. Um, but uh, you know, but it's there. It's just what it's what he does. Mm-hmm. And dream of silver screen quotation. I don't. Does is he saying that they are fantasizing about people quoting them, or, or like in, quoting <clears throat> movies? Or being on movies being quoted? Or in movies being quoted? If you're in Sweden, stay there, first of yeah, all. Yeah, oh yeah. 
Sweden's amazing. Healthcare I haven't even been there. Point. I mean, just like it's it seems ridiculous. So don't don't follow your Hollywood dream. Don't they listen to Anthony Kiedis. Many beautiful fjords. Oh yeah. Yes. And if you want these kinds of dreams, it is Californication. It's one of my other big problems <clears throat> is we don't really know what kind of speech Californication is. Is it a verb? Is it an adjective? Is it a is it a person, is place, it an or adverb? thing? I um, think it's an expletive. I think he uses it a couple <laughs> different ways. Um, I think it's an insult. Yeah, I mean, we'll uh, we'll we'll hit the second verse here in a minute, where Californication is is used in a in a different kind of way. Um, and if you want these kind of dreams, it's Californication, which I'm get you know it's California and fornication together, which is very clever. Oh, portmanteau. It's yes. a little portmanteau. Yeah, He's really, yeah. really dug deep and really. <clears throat> Which I so my mind works, and I don't want to, I don't want to have anything in common with Anthony Kiedis at all. But when I hear okay. two words, I always try and put them together too. I do too. Yeah, and I think that's a thing, but I don't like that he did that. Yeah, neither do I. Um, and you know they're all from California, and they've like. Flea and Anthony Kiedis have both been in movies. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I was going to ask earlier. Flea's been in some good movies, right? Yes. Oh yes. Oh yeah. So yeah, quite a few. I feel like, and I don't like, I'm not giving anything to the Red Hot Chili Peppers at all. I'll make that clear again. <laughs> but I feel like I don't hate Flea. No, Flea is awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I you're hard pressed to fucking, um, you know, give me any reasons to hate Flea um, or many reasons to hate Flea. I will say I've read a couple articles about um, kind of like how has Red Hot Chili Peppers not been canceled? Um, because there have been many, many, many um, people that have come forward and said damning stuff about Anthony Kiedis and about members of the Red Hot Chili Peppers in general, ranging from like, that's a little bit weird to what the fuck, including Anthony Kiedis, I think, talking about having sex with someone who was underage in his book. Um, that's but not surprising, though. No, not at all. I mean, He's it's... singing about little girls well, all yeah. the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. constantly. Um, and wanting to fuck anything that moves. I mean, also Flea was part of, you know, essentially the South, Southern California punk rock scene when it very, very first came out. And these people, you know, I, I don't know if you know anything about that scene, but it was not, you know, hey, a day at the beach with a bunch of guys with mohawks. It was fucking violent. It was way worse than New York City. I mean, they had to deal with corrupt cops that were out to beat them up. He had to deal with some really hardcore, horrible shit when he was younger and of course, that's going to you know that's gonna that's gonna skew you a little bit. That's gonna make you at times probably a little disagreeable and hard to deal with. And I've heard that I've read that that at times you know uh, flea can be a little bit you know abrasive, you know to people in public. I think I've seen some videos on like TMC of him like dismissing people. But that's you know when you grew up that way, you have to give people the benefit of the doubt. Sometimes they do have to be. There are times in your life where you do have to be that. For the most part, though. I've always looked at him as probably one of the cooler people in the band and one of the better musicians creatively, sonically, whatever else. But, um, and, uh, you know. A hell of a fucking bassist. I mean, just a damn good bass player. His, his bass line in... Um, Soul to Squeeze. Soul to Squeeze is just we beyond fucking ridiculous. We mentioned that on the other one, yeah. It's unbelievable. 
Um, his book also, I've not read it, but I've been really wanting to, and maybe this will be the thing that makes me acid for children or acid for the children is supposed to be really, really, really fucking good and go, very interesting. Go order right now. Order so get, <laughs> get, I please do that. Let's do that before we continue. Um, many claim the phrase is portmanteau, which you guys were talking about, Cal- California and fornication. But um, uh, Chili Peppers songwriter Anthony Kiedis insists that it's just a made up word inspired by his home state it's unusual to see someone so who so clearly loves cali uh, slash la using it as a, as a sim, using it as a symbol for false promises and broken dreams but anthony is that what they're trying to convey in this shut song? up is that's it? you're you're wrong and but, that's bullshit i <clears throat> i i mean when we get into some of the other lyrics in the song it'll become more and more evident when he's talking about sweden women from sweden coming here and what happens to them and what a lot of this song is about. I cannot see how that is true. I don't either. Uh, I don't whatever. Either. Here's the it's, second it's, verse. It's gibberish to me. It's the edge of the world and all of Western civilization. The sun may rise in the east at least. It's settled in a final location. It's understood that Hollywood sells Californication. So it's not the edge of the world. Or the yes of or the edge of uh, Western civilization, right? Just right off the rip, those are two lies. Well, they're, they're is, two. Is he saying California is these things? I believe so. That's I'm what sorry, he's Cal- to I'm say. sorry, I misspoke. Mark Californication California is what, yes. that's what I think he's trying to get at. Which, like, what about Alaska fornication or uh, Hawaii, Hawaii, Hawaii Hawaii fornication? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that this may be a little bit of a reference, Hawaii and I haven't clicked on. Uh, um, I haven't clicked on the little thing, but there is a famous documentary called The Decline of Western Civilization. There's two of them, part one and two. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is uh, about the punk rock scene in California. Penelope Spheris. Yep. Did them. Very good. Yes. Um, and uh, I, I don't know if this is a reference that I believe Flea may actually be in that. He is in the first one. Yep, yeah. He is. Um, so I don't know if this is some kind of a tip oh, of the gosh. hat. Well, the, the tip of the Western so the end of the world thing it, that has been expressed by other people. I've heard that 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 uh, that euphemism used if them if it is a euphemism that you know California is the end of the world. You know that's as far west as you're going to go, and that's you know that's where this, the sun sets. So maybe maybe we give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt on what I always wind up doing this playing devil, devil's advocate when we go over songs like this. Maybe we can give him one line. Nope. Maybe we can get, I know you won't. No. <laughs> Interestingly, the edge of the world also implies a cliff or dangerous precipice. Mm. This combines with California being the cutting edge of civilization <laughs> to depict the place as ex- extreme, superior, and cynically dangerous. I, I also love the sun may rise in the east. At least it's settled on, on a final location. At least, as if it doesn't do that every fucking yeah, twenty four hours. Other choices: yes, north, exactly. southwest. I'm waiting for the sun to set over Minnesota tonight. Well, you know, but it I mean, never talks about its setting. It says it rises. And they say at least it settled in a final location. We didn't talk about its setting. Yeah, we didn't talk about settling anywhere, and it doesn't settle. The, the sun, do you, the sun goes around. Yes. It doesn't settle at it any point. Just keeps going. And but we're talking about rising anyway, so like Exactly. Settling. I don't know what it's like, uh, you know, it it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Mark, it's understood that Hollywood sells Californication. See, so, so now So now if you if you ever had any questions about it, the rest of the world fa- in fact knows that Californication is in fact sold on the streets on the edge of western civilization 
in California. Yeah, I thought that was common knowledge. <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah, I mean, in case you didn't know. It's, case, understood. You know, yeah, it's, it's understood. It's understood, yeah. You know, again, I, I just want to mention also that, you know, there's a lot of references to California, California. This is all dealing very much with a very specific small place in California, it seems. Um, and even in the music video, a lot of it takes place in, like, San Francisco. Um, Redwood Forest. Water. Yeah, yeah, like different places. Uh, California is a big fucking state. With a lot of different kinds of shit going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. People don't go to fucking upstate California for Californication. Yeah, for that. They go there to the snow. Yeah. <laughs> how to how snow. long have you been a, uh, a musician, uh, like a songwriter? I mean, I guess you'd say roughly since I was like 15, so 30 years. 30 years. And you're a songwriter as I'm well? Going, I've written some. I don't like to. But, um, but a, a musician... And worked and, and done, well, I mean, worked in music since birth, practically. And what I mean, would my father say that know, that is? That like, I would say how what? long is that? Oh, I'm, I'm 48 <laughs> now. So, I mean, so we're, at we're least on until I was 40. I mean, at 42. 70 plus years of songwriting in this room. Okay. <laughs> Have either of you guys written a song about California? No. 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 No, no, but it seems to be the focal point. The red hot chili pepper songs about <laughs> well, how can you write every? They've got to make up for everybody else not writing about it. It is, it is crazy that it, every it, they just constantly. It's like it's starting to be kind of become kind of an issue. If I was, if I was Anthony Kiedis's therapist, which oh, okay. hopefully he has one, uh, I'd be like, let's talk about <laughs> California. <laughs> I've been what? to California, and it's pretty cool. It but is not every single lyric to every single song I'm going to write for the rest of my life. Cool. No, or your obsession with the movie industry or whatever. And you know how it's so like knockdown drag out. Well, no shit. You're not telling anyone anything they don't fucking already know. And it's like, oh, well, all these people are clamoring for, you know, to like make it, you know, be famous or whatever you, um, yeah. Okay. Well, you can get paid millions of dollars to work for 50 days, 60 days. Mm. Who isn't clamoring for that? Sounds appealing. Job? I mean, it does. Yeah. yeah. So it's like if you're gorgeous and from Sweden and you like movies and want to be an actress. Silver screen quotations. You Then you fucking go, I guess, and, and try and do the thing. Yeah. There are a lot of people that come back with their tail between their legs. There are some people that make it. But I mean, what are you doing then? Just telling people not to try and... Be famous. Try to tell them not to follow their yeah, dreams. Don't follow your dreams. Whatever Listen, you do. Ideas, don't follow your dreams. Listen, I've well, been a California case. Song's a little bit dated in the fact that since that time, apparently, from what I understand, there are millions of people abandoning California in uh, and droves. They're just leaving that place. However, at the same time, that's still where most of the movies are made, where the entertainment center of the universe still seems to be. Yeah. I don't 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 think for a minute that, that I'm not I'm not sticking up for Anthony anymore throughout the rest of this song. But, you know, and especially the fact that the song is at this point very dated. Um, but, you know, that it is a place that you are going to want to go to to try and make dreams come true still to this day. Well, and we do have the up and coming Toronto fornication and Atlanta fornication, Toronto fornication. which have also been mm-hmm. <laughs> more and more used for uh, movies and TV shows. So Richmond, Virginia, K- Virginia fornication. fornication. Yeah, I can't just wait until a basically mock- put fornication at the end of any fucking word. I can't wait until a mockification. <laughs> Pay your surgeon very well to break the spell of aging. Celebrity skin. Is this your chin or is that war you're waging? So 
what does this mean? Like, what is the chin in the war? Like, what could he like? These, am these, I not these, getting these, this, these, or does these, it these not make any sense? The most like, cohesive line we have in this song <laughs> is "Pay your surgeon very well to break the spell of aging." Yes. Okay. Agreed. If there is any line that I think we can all come close to agreeing is the best line of the song. It's that one. There is no or the best only line one that you can song. understand. <laughs> right. I know. Like I said, if, if as close as we could come to agreeing, like that is the line where it's like, oh, okay. I there is that that ex, it's self-explanatory. We understand what that line means. California known for its plastic surgery. Yes. I mean, kinda, yeah, and yeah. break the spell of aging. Like yeah, yeah. you're getting plastic surgery to stay young looking. Celebrity skin. Is this your chin or is that war you're waging? This line obviously what? inspired by Joan Rivers. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's just got to be. Or Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> or <we're No>. sil- <laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin. Yeah. Or is this war I'm waging? Yeah. Okay. Or else is it gets the hose again. Chin, or is that war you're waging? Getting what? the skin on your chin touched up doesn't seem like a big deal on the surface. But by doing so, you are supporting the fakeness that Hollywood sells. In a sense, you are waging a war against your own natural beauty and against the resistance to Californication culture. Also, the results often are unnatural as hell, meaning the line can be understood as, is this your chin or what you fight to make this thing under your mouth look like? (laughs) I feel like somebody is trying really hard to make that line make sense. Yeah. And that's just total BS. Yep. Uh, I mean, is this your chin? No matter how you slice or dice it, it's just a terrible lyric. Yeah. Is, is this your chin? Like, are you not sure? I have a beard. Maybe you can't tell what's going on down there, but it's it's a chin. It's pretty. <laughs> what else is going on be? under there? Yeah. yeah, it's it's a chin. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I, I uh, I'm not, you know, I think people should do whatever they want with their bodies. I don't know who you so I, I don't even pants off. I don't even know if blame is the right word. Um, I don't know who you would go to first to talk about like the culture of people, um, you know, getting plastic surgery or getting you know whatever to make themselves you know look how they want to look or feel how they want to feel. Um, I don't think it really fucking matters, and I don't. Th- I definitely don't think it's Anthony Kiedis's fucking job to or go around business. and tell people. Or his business. Yeah. I mean, you know, he undoubtedly knows people that have had plastic surgery. And I don't know that you can blame Hollywood entirely for people getting plastic surgery. Because you can get plastic surgery anywhere. Yeah. Is this your skin? Florida, You can get it in Florida. Celebrity skin. Is this your chin? Yes, it's my chin. If I get it touched up or not, it's my chin. Like, the fuck are you talking about? Are you sure it's not a war instead of your chin? (laughs) It's celebrity skin, a little tip of the hat to Hole. Hole. Well, there was actually I'm a magazine. And a magazine, another, yeah. which I believe the song was named after. Right. Um, which I believe is also about that. Kind Maybe. Of. I don't know. I haven't paid enough attention to those lyrics. Yeah. Firstborn Unicorn. Here we go. Hardcore Soft Porn. This is the worst. To me, this is the worst fucking thing in the song. Uh, it doesn't. What the fuck does "firstborn unicorn" mean? Okay, what well, I'm f- glad you asked. This lyric refers to, I, and this is actually something that interested me a, a pretty good deal. 
This lyric refers to playmate and actress Dorothy Stratton, who was indeed the first born in her family and written about in the novel The Killing of the Unicorn. Stratton was murdered by her husband, Paul Snyder, so she is seen as a symbol of someone who died for living the California lifestyle. And we're just supposed to get this. Yeah, he, yeah, he's just going to sing so, it. Oh the, oh, the rest of the world, 99% of the world is going to understand that I'm talking about Dorothy Stratton, who, by the way, is really fucking beautiful. But the, everybody else is just going to know what the fuck I'm talking about. What, like, what did I say at the beginning of this? Yeah, this is like... What did I say at the beginning of this? It's some. He, he came up with some esoteric thing that only a couple of people are supposed to fucking understand. Yeah. Only if a select few are going to understand. Making it the most inaccessible bunch of bullshit... That you've ever heard. And then, and then, George Carlin made it, made jokes out of military intelligence, oxymorons, right? Right. Jumbo shrimp. At least you can derive Hardcore some sort, soft porn. Some sort of meaning from a, a jumbo shrimp is a larger shrimp, even though it, it, it's a contradictory right. term. You can't do that. Hardcore soft porn is not an oxymoron. It's just moronic. It's just fucking stupid. Oh, genius is going to be able to extrapolate some sort of fucking answer for this bullshit, but it's not going to be a decent answer. I can guarantee you. Oh, it's not. Again, this directly refers to Dorothy Stratton and the way she died. Hardcore referring referring to the way she died and and soft porn because of the crime scene photos. Talk about making shit up. Bullshit. (laughs) This I'm like so like irrationally mad about this no, like, I don't know it's irrational anger I yeah but like I shouldn't care as much as I do about this no he unleashed this on the world and we have to endure it we have to you live in this it's, world Greg. yeah so I can't, I'm, with the I'm you're validating my feelings oh absolutely <laughs> thank you I, I absolutely hate this so much it it's, is it, this very... is the, for me this is the worst I mean even though it's only two short lines is the worst fucking part of the song dream of californication Dream of Californication. Then we get a little more of the intro. We don't even need... Do we even need to talk about Dream of Californication? Well, I think you only no. hit two of the Dream you of You only get two of those this time. Thanks, Greg. Yeah, thank God. If only we could have made it two or none throughout the whole song. Marry me, girl. Be my fairy to the world. Be my very own constellation. A teenage bride with a baby inside getting high on information. And buy me a star on the boulevard. It's Californication. <coughs> Be my fairy to the world. This is so bad. Yeah, it is. These, yeah. Marry uh, me, girl. Why he wants to. He's obviously had some sort of relationship, or I mean, he's alluding to some sort of relationship. Marry me. Now he's got to get the government or the state of California involved by getting a fucking license so that they can be joined in. California Union, Californian, and uh, I am just doing what he does. And sh- she's going to be his fairy girl, uh, be his very own constellation. His own constellation. Like Referencing constellation him wanting her to be his everything. Yeah. Oh, okay. The band has revealed that this oft mentioned girl that he's talking to is Danny California. Oh. Now, again, talking about fucking California because they just can't get enough. I, I hate um, this. I hate this. Ca- Danny California. California is a combination of every woman Anthony has encountered so in his life. Stupid. What? It is so dumb. It, dude, it's it's every so angering. Woman he's ever encountered in his life. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I'm just going to put all women in one basket. Thank you. And just say that all women are just one big jumble. 
My they're, mom, my sister. No matter how old they are or how related to me they are. Right. They're, they're all, all just one big thing. There's no Danny California. There's no differences. There's no special things about... There's no special uh, uh, pieces or, or things that delineate special women or give them traits that might seem attractive or unattractive or fun or not fun. Anything. No. Danny Cal... Danny Calif- What's her name? Danny what? Danny California. California. Of California, of da- course. Danny California. Dale, is just, da- is a, Danny California. A giant lump of a woman. That like how he is, talks about everybody's obsession with California, but he's he creates a character named Danny California. Mark, I have... Like, a, dude, check yourself. He is obsessed. I love, I love where Clearly. I'm from. I'm from Florida. And I talk about Florida, and I, I, I know the history of Florida. Yes. But it is not, and I want to stress this, the focal point of my being. It is not. It is not. It's part of who I am. It is not who I am. Where I don't think that I Seth don't think Florida. Anthony, yeah, Seth Floridacation. I don't think that uh, Anthony can can escape this. I don't think he can escape California. And by the way, I think he was born in fucking Michigan. Was he really? I'm going to look that up right now. If California be. rumbled <laughs> off the country, would we be free? Right oh, you now? mean like in the music video for Californication, where the California is just floating in the water? Yeah, like an earthquake happens and it like floats out. Into the we water. have to make sure that they're on it. <laughs> yes. The Teenage Bride is a recurring character in Red Hot Chili Pepper songs, as she is also the young Kentucky girl in a push-up bra referenced in Scar Tissue. The Anthony Kiedis described meeting one such teenage bride in his autobiography. I had met a young mother at a meeting. She was living in a YWCA with her baby girl, trying to get sober but failing miserably. The beauty and sadness and tragedy and glory all wrapped into one of this mother-daughter relationship was evoked by the vibe of that music, Californication. Anthony Kiedis was born in 1962 in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and moved to California when he was 12. He's a poser. <clears throat> well, uh, to, to a degree, I suppose. I mean, it's 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 taken over his being. I, I guess Michigan was that bad. I don't know. I don't know. Getting high on information. Yeah, so what I was thinking on this, like, the first thing that popped into my head when I listened to that was like, Facebook or something like that, some kind of those like endorphins or whatever you get, right. you get like likes. Was that even around back then? No, I don't no, think so. No, there was no. I don't think there was any social media in '99. I think that was pre Live Journal, even. Yeah. So yeah. what is he even talking about? I have no idea. He has no idea. Um, he doesn't know. This, Here's the thing: okay. when you're trying to rhyme every fucking line with Californication, you're bound to run into with some a problems. Fake word, yeah. You're like. How many words end with Asian where you can make that happen? Ooh, tons. This just clearly occurred to me right now. And I, again, I'm not sticking up for Anthony Kiedis or any part of Red Hot Chili Peppers at all. Please let it be known. But what if he, so you know how um, Rivers Cuomo writes some of his stuff? Uh-huh. Have you ever listened to like how he does that? There's maybe a song exploder episode thing. about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So maybe he's literally not even attempting to make any kind of sense. That could very well be. I mean, but he's trying to say that he does. I mean, I don't know if he's just trying to like. He's obviously he's got clean up. about every line. He should just like own that. Like, he just threw all this together clearly has nothing to do with the rest of anything. None of this is cohesive. He should own nonsense. Yeah. Is what you're or just like own it and be like, yeah, I just put the words together because it sounded good. Don't According like try and make it genius, sound good. He's got an explanation for every fucking line. So, you know. And buy me a star on the boulevard. It's Californication. Well, you don't buy stars. He's obviously referring to the stars on Hollywood Boulevard. 
you don't really buy those stars. I mean, you get them through the merits of your work, from what I understand. Do they have stars on Hollywood Boulevard? I, I Red so, Hot Chili Peppers, I think, have <laughs> Aspiring actors and musicians are willing to pay for the recognition that comes with a star on Hollywood Boulevard, but after the song, it should be clear that it's likely not worth the pursuit. The band actually got their own star in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, Space may be the final frontier, but it's made in a Hollywood basement. And Cobain, can you hear the spheres singing songs off station to station? And Alderaan's not far away. It's Californication. This is possibly the dumbest use of Californication at the end of a line. He just tacked it on. Alderaan's not far away. It's Californication. What? For starters, Alderaan's not there anymore. Yeah. For anybody who knows, I mean, if you know anything about Star Wars, this is this is what when I first very first heard heard the song, I, I paid it. I these lyrics popped into my head, and I was like, "Oh, he's singing about Kurt Cobain." And the second thing I thought was, "Oh shit, he's singing about Station to Station, a fucking fantastic Bowie record. I mean, a very great." And it made me want to like the song just because he's bringing up Station to Station. You know, I was like, "Oh wow." Right. But of course, we get around to today, and this has all been ruined. And now it's just now it just sounds as derivative and stupid. Of course. <clears throat> um, Wait. So does that second line actually have meaning to it? Like the spheres. I, this is also a possible reference to musica universalis, or the music of the spheres, a concept that describes everything in the universe being in perfect harmony. While this may seem like a reach, it explains the inexplicable appearance of the Mona Lisa while this line is sung in the music video, as Renaissance artists were highly influenced by the concept. No, that is definitely a reach. Not like a, yeah, this may be a reach. That is like, a reach. That's made up. Uh, I do remember reading something about that as well in uh, the Wikipedia article. The spheres are a reference to the music of spheres, an ancient philosophical concept that regards proportions in the movements of celestial bodies as a form of music. So I don't know if that's uh, definite. I mean, it's in the Wikipedia, so... Well, Genius is uh, given an explanation of uh, Nirvana's drummer Dave Grohl became the lead singer of the Foo Fighters, a band named after unexplained spheres of light found behind U.S. planes in referring to possible UFOs. And then it goes on to say Nirvana covered Man Who Sold the World by David Bowie in the MTV Unplugged record shortly before Kurt's death. So the Foo's doing songs from Bowie's album Station to Station would be a fitting tribute, although they had done uh, with Bowie himself another song. Put this all together. This is all just a real stretch. And I feel like this Kurt is just Cobain a... would be like pissed to be in here too. Uh, yeah, he would be. I don't think he would like this very much at all. I don't think he would, especially him being the lyricist that he was. It was so fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. This did make me shortly wonder what uh, Anthony Kiedis's relationship with Kurt Cobain was like. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean... Uh, this is just more like boohoo, California, Hollywood. I, I mean, look, I get it. I get that Hollywood chews people and spits them out. I get it. But they're involved in it. And, you know, it's just, I, I don't know what they think they're getting done by singing this song and putting all these fucking stupid references and. I don't. I don't fully. Under, it's well, and like, and you're putting yourself out there too. Like you're, you want to be famous. You're going to California to Los Angeles to to try and become famous, and then you're getting spit out, or chewed up, and spit out. 
California isn't coming and like harassing us and chewing us up and spitting us out. Right. Because we're all the way over here. We're not like going there on our own accord with right. the chance that that's going to happen. California knew we wanted it. <laughs> Born and raised by those who praise control of population. Well, everybody's been there, and I don't mean on vacation. I have not what? been there. <laughs> what? Ever. I have not been in California either. I've never been there. Oh, I've and, been to California. But I mean, I'd, I, I would like to go there, and I mean on vacation and nothing else. Born and raised by those who praise control of population. And, he, and then he's like, we've all been there. Like, does he like, is he into population control like big time or? Who in California praises control of fucking population? I'm, I'm asking these questions is, without the benefit oh. of looking at the genius answer, which we all know maybe gives the insight that Anthony wants us to have, but it's still a complete stretch and, and hard to, and just hard to digest. My mind went again, like maybe I'm totally wrong, went back to like population control with like, you know, like they used to do in China. I don't know if they still do the that. The one or not. child policy. Yeah. yeah. But maybe that he just means like population, they never, like they never did masses that in... controlling the masses. Yeah. I mean, they're... this line comments on the irony of the older generation hammering home the importance of contraception to their children what? when the only reason that the child is there in the first place is the parents' refusal to use contraception. Jesus Christ. It also draws attention to the fact that those who promote a promiscuous lifestyle are the same ones who do everything they can to prevent unplanned pregnancy after the fact. Their promotion of sex but inability to comprehend the consequences is what leads to this messed up culture. And then there's a little picture of plan to be. <laughs> this, this shit just assumes so much. I mean, it's just so Yeah, I mean, I mean they, it's definitely... Uh, the a, same people who promote a promiscuous lifestyle are the same ones who said everything they can do to pre prevent an unplanned pregnancy. That that is, I'm glad they speak for everybody. Whoever the fuck wrote this, yeah. I mean, and and I'm glad that I mean it. I don't. It doesn't. It it, it doesn't really answer any questions about the those who want to control the population. It, it's and we're done, right? Nope. Are we done? This is over. The song is complete. That we've heard all of the lyrics. There is for two the, more unicorn softborn. <laughs> uh, well, everybody's been there, and I don't mean on vacation. It says, in other words, you can leave California, you can conquer your addiction, but Californian addiction never leaves you. It persists through every aspect of Western culture and shapes how we see and relate to the capitalist world. So regardless of whether you set foot in California, California influences your life. California has set foot in you. California knew we wanted it. Firstborn unicorn. Hardcore so soft porn, dream of California, dream of California occasion, four times Jesus now, Christ. and then you think it's done because it does the occasion. Oh, <laughs> um, that is considerably better than the actual song. <laughs> and uh, what you just did with your mouth is so much better than the song. <laughs> yeah, you would expect more from John Frusciante guitar wise, especially if this is his like coming back, like. He's coming back. <laughs> Listen to this. Yeah, very very simple. I, I could I could I could play this guitar solo, and I'm not a good guitarist. You see him up there on stage like Beavis and Butthead in front of like thousands of people, just going boo boo boo, and they're like, yeah. That's and there's like I wrote some last night. There's some stuff where it's like a little off time, where I'm guessing like they were like just keep it, so yeah. it sounds like which which I which I do respect totally. But I mean yes, I I I am a fan of songs that don't. Uh, 
try and nail everything 100% perfect. And I got a, there. And again, I'm not saying I like this song or anything about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> there is Just reiterate. one like a uh, keyboard part in this song before oh. it sounds like like a row it sounds like an actual keyboard yeah kind of thing. i like that that is yeah and it's it, it like comes i don't know if it's like a lead note kind of thing or what yeah yeah, yeah. it's cool it's cool again the music to the fucking song I, I i like except for the guitar so it was pretty bad um <laughs> but again super rudimentary so then we, yeah then we get back to the boo doo 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 next on the real world <laughs> <laughs> um Destruction leads to a very rough road, but it also breeds creation. And earthquakes are to a girl's guitar, they're just another good vibration. And tidal waves couldn't save the world from Californication. What the fuck? Beach Boys? Yes, so they do reference that it is a, uh, that it's a, you know, it, it fucking, you're just saying... You're like California Cajun, oh, vibration. I can make a reference to the Beach Boys. I don't think it really has anything to do with anything. This second line, I just want to go over. And earthquakes are to a girl's guitar. And that's it. And They're just another good vibration. <coughs> Jesus. The fuck does that mean? But and Imagine writing that and being like, what? I've really done it. This is really my best Guys, style. I got this. Check it out. Guys, these are my best lyrics. I've captured the soul of California right here. And destruction leads to a very rough road, but it also breeds creation. To me, counteracts everything else that he's saying in this fucking song. Destruction leads to a very rough road, but it also breeds creation. So, yeah, go to fucking California. Try and make it big. And if it falls apart, it breeds creation. It'll make you more creative. You'll come so out how better. are you saying they're saying don't try, but then turning around and saying, you know, if shit falls apart, it's actually it can be beneficial. <laughs> Well, which one? Which is one it? is it? <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> I think he was expressing an understanding of the Hindu trinity of uh, Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva, uh, God of uh, De- Shiva the Destroyer. <laughs> which, of course, you can't have the destruction without Brahma and Vishnu coming along the creation afterwards. Ah, uh, yes, the yin and the yang. Yes, exactly. I'd like to think that Anthony is that deep, but fuck him. Yeah, no, he's definitely not. No. Destruction. <laughs> earthquakes are to a girl's guitar. I just got to see what fucking what they yeah, say okay. about this. And earthquakes are to a girl's guitar. And then it's just like, they're just another good vibration. What? what? Ketis doesn't seem to be critical of an earthquake or natural disasters since they are exactly that natural. He compares them to the Beach Boys, also from California, hit good vibrations, because when you think about it, an earthquake is just an amplified version of the vibration needed to make music with a guitar. A bunch of shit. Did, did he actually people. say that? Or did, no, that's okay. genius. Well, I don't you, think that's... You gotta get used to genius, man. There's this whole genius speak that we try to uncover week after week. Okay. It should be called genius speak instead of lyrics to go. I mean, that's, that's pretty uh, much what the fuck goes on here. Uh, and tidal waves couldn't save the world from californication of course a tidal wave is a result of the uh earthquake Earthquake. yeah so Uh he's obviously been able to draw a line from point a to point b congratulations anthony i will say i've started hating california with this song i'm i'm getting very very close and i like california 20 minutes yeah like he's kind of convincing me only because i know he's there and that I would like for him to be wiped off the face of the planet. <laughs> Pay your surgeon very well to break the spell of aging. Sicker than the rest, there is no test. But this is what you're craving. Firstborn unicorn. 
hardcore soft porn. Can, listen, that's not in the song anymore. Can you not say it again? It is. No. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. The last. Yeah. Yeah. But that's it. Then we got four Dream of Californications. Sicker than the rest, there is no test. But this is what you're craving. So I guess just saying like this person in particular is got the sickness of trying to become famous, uh, but this is what they want. So they're going to go for it. They're like lyrically in this song there. And maybe I'm just wrong, but like there is no cadence or anything like that. Like there, it just seems like he's trying to jam a ton of words in to kind of like end up with like a rhyming like word at the very end. And that's Welcome it. You can just to like Keita's stick songwriting. His, yeah. Yeah. It's so <laughs> bad, dude. So bad. Give it away, you, give it away, give it away. You crave that which kills your brain and your body, that which drains your soul. In other words, addiction isn't only to drugs or alcohol. It can be to anything superficial that is outside of ourselves. Perhaps there is no official drug test like heroin to see if you are addicted to plastic surgery or gambling. But the sickness is there, Seth. And that is the disease. Of Californication. Thank you for opening my eyes, Mark. That is such I a reach. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Such a Oh, reach. absolutely. And then finally the lyrics are fucking done. All right. So yeah. just yeah. recap at the end. <laughs> Elation, quotation, Californication, civilization, <laughs> location, Californication, <laughs> aging, waging, unicorn porn, mm-hmm. constellation, information, Californication, basement, station, Californication, population, <laughs> vacation, Unicorn porn, Californication, creation, vibration, Californication, aging, craving, unicorn porn, Californication. Uh, uh, I, Greg, I think we have our first number one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I guess. He could just make a song out of that. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. When it was released, Flea called Californication, quote, the best record the Chili Peppers have ever and made. Can't Flea can't always be, you know, Flea, I guess. It's so bad. Not <laughs> so like really not bad. just this song. You guys should do, well, I guess... You could do like 10 seasons on this album, but. Red Hot Chili Peppers Elimination. Oh, uh, man. Uh, yeah, you could have like a bracket. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, like a, a bracket system. Yeah, for March Madness when it comes to RHCP. Oh, boy. Amazingly, it appeared that the writers for the Showtime comedy drama Californication did not negotiate with Red Hot Chili Peppers before borrowing the song's title for their show. Because they ripped off so much other stuff. Uh, <laughs> Consequently, the group filed a lawsuit against Showtime on November 19th, 2007, seeking damages and restitution and asking the court to issue a permanent injunction, barring further use of the title. Man, boy, did Californication grab a hold of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. In addition, one of the characters in the program called by or played by Rachel Minor was given the nickname Danny California, the title of a 2006 Chili Peppers song. And one episode featured a character describing California as, quote, the edge of the world and all of Western civilization. I love this so much. Sticking it to him. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You deserve it. Yeah. The uh, music video, we did not talk about. The music video is... Basically, like um, some form of uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater meets Greg described it as GTA. GTA. Yeah. yeah, Grand Theft Auto and Cool Borders. This like where they're snowboarding. Yeah, they're Sims, running around and they're 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 snowboarding on the Golden Gate Bridge. They're uh, swimming in the water and punching sharks. Frusciante is obviously running the streets. He's attacked by Mormons. Yeah, uh, yeah. The guys with the ties. At and the it does the very very stupid. Uh, as the lines are going on, like something happens in the music video that 
perfectly lines up with whatever the lyric is. Mm. You do see Flea, um, I think it's Flea, jump up from a bunch of uh, people with chainsaws that are trying to attack him. And he goes up just in time to see the uh, the forest deforested and he shakes and his head in shame. Uh, and he's so sad. And they ride on a dragonfly, but they make sure you know that they're far <laughs> enough away that they're not getting Anthony Kiedis will not touch the person driving the, the dragonfly because... Hashtag he's no homo. I'm no sure. Yeah, he's, hug. Which is very funny because they are. I will. I will give it to them. They are very non. Uh, like they. They don't. They've like kissed each other on the mouth and stuff. Oh, yes. They do not. You know. They. They're naked around each other all the they time. They were and stuff. in their early days a somewhat homoerotic band. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. like it's kind of strange to me that they wouldn't be like okay with him like holding on at yeah. least to the person's shoulders or whatever in front of him. Then he falls off and lands into a. Uh, like a field where all the uh, flowers grow really big. Yeah. And I did say, honey, I shrunk the ketus uh, <laughs> because it looked like he was That's very, very my favorite tiny. part of tonight. <laughs> for sure. Yes, exactly. um, and uh, yeah, I mean, the music video is just kind of trash. And then at the very end, they all just appear together trash. after a giant just earthquake. Um, and the state of California is floating by itself in the water. What was that Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie that came out a couple of years ago where like L.A. is falling, you know, like oh, yeah. well, I know what you're it kind of looks like that. And yeah. that was years after the fact. I do, mean, you guys, that movie, do you guys remember when that video came out? Like, was it good was back it, then or no? Oh, I, I, I don't really remember. I, I mean, paying attention 22 years ago, I would say that's probably like, you know, cutting edge technology, some of the cutting edge technology of the time. Uh, someone actually did make that video game this year, actually. They said every time they saw, they would think about how they, you know, wish they could actually play the game. Uh, <laughs> what? No, they did not. I, Anthony Kiedis yeah. paid that person to say that. Uh, well, I mean, apparently it is playable. Um, the gentleman's name is um, Mikel Camps Orteza. Uh, March 1st, 2022, created a video game based on the song's music video. The player plays as one of the four band members. The game has seven different levels, each based on a scene from the music video. Orteza wrote, I wanted to play that game so bad. It's 2022 and I haven't seen anyone made the game, so I challenged myself to create it. I have selected some epic moments from the video and turned into seven levels. Epic each one moments. <laughs> with different game mechanics. I hope you like this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be better than the song. Really it's got to be. <laughs> can, I, can you, I, I can only imagine that this song plays over and over again. It, oh again. my gosh, that would drive me crazy. <laughs> uh, at the end of the music video, it says that depicts each of the band members on some sort of adventure in a California setting, <laughs> particularly San Francisco, which is very weird because they're talking about LA pretty, pretty much nonstop, which ends when the world is ravaged by an earthquake and the avatars are replaced by the live action oh. band members. That blew my mind. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> they turned into real human beings. Um, I don't know if there's anything else to talk about with this fucking thing. I'm afraid that one day we're going to read that, you know, in, in the newspaper, Greg Gebhardt died. Um, it's going to pop up and underneath on the death certificate, it's going to say from Californication. <laughs> it's going to be like cause of death. Californication. Californication. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's scary. It's scary how bad this shit is. This is one. This yeah, is I've maybe the worst song. Californication's really bad to get. Yeah. There's, there's no cure. Uh, the music video uh, mixed live footage with a simulated video game where each band member is on a vir different virtual adventure. This wasn't easy to do in 1999 when computer modeling was still rudimentary. It looks very dated, but the concept was innovated, predating Ready Player One by 19 years. One of the directors, Jonathan Dayton and Valerie Ferris, um... They uh, went on to direct Little Miss Sunshine. Who no. did the oh, video? 
What? <laughs> How? Oh, man. They must have gone through some severe improvements after this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I think once you go through the making of the California GTA Californication, if you do that, you you're going to be a better person on the yeah. other side of it. I, I hope can see you that. Know. Yeah, you, Seth, I've survived Californication. Yes, <laughs> what would you give this for a creep factor? It's creepy. Uh, it's very creepy. It's not super creepy. It's not tonight's the night. Of course, that's the standard we hold everything by. Um, the, it hurts me. It hurt my ears. It hurt my psyche. Uh, I'm I'm a lesser person having gone through this. Uh, so I want to give it a high score just because I don't like it that much. Uh, even though it's not the creepiest song we've done, I'm still going to give it a 6.8. All right. Do you have a creep rating for this? Creep rating? Honestly, the creep factor is pretty low compared to all the other trash that's in the song. Um, he only talks about little girls twice. The one with a baby in her belly. He talks about the Swedish girls. Yeah. You know, them getting caught up. I don't think that that... I, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know how you feel about it. Whenever I hear him, now these days, whenever I hear Anthony Kiedis sing about a woman, just, just automatically, automatically think it's creepy. creepy. I mean, for so that's sure, why I get that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you add that to the equation. <clears throat> uh, I'll, go, I'll go a little lower than you. Creepy, maybe... Out of, is this out of 10? Yes. I'll go with a 4-3. Okay. 4-3, four, 4-4. Four, four, four. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what about you? I would give this a... I don't think it's necessarily creepy. Uh, it just sucks. Yeah, that is the creepiness of it, I guess. But I would give it a. Th- 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 he does talk about girls from Sweden. Yeah, um, like, no, not girls from Sweden. Little, little girls. girls. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> there's a, the teenage bride with a baby inside. <laughs> another, we didn't really touch on that. That's fucking stupid. I'll give it a five. Just flat five. I'm sticking with my six point eight just because I hate it so much. I, this is like the worst. Red Hot Chili Pepper song, and it just it, it it pained me. Yeah, I want to brand it with something bad because of how bad it was and how you know it. it a big chunk of our life. I, I enjoy the company. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but we just had to really we had to roll around and shit in order to create. Yeah, something no, and here. yeah, yeah. I, and I, I just, love you I guys a lot, but yeah, this has been like terrible. It's, well, yeah, it's, it's a job, man. Yeah. It's work. Yeah. Oh yeah. It hurts. I'm sorry we made you come over here and have to work with all the work. Just, as hard as I know you work, man. Now, th- yeah. this honestly wasn't hard for me at all to like to to get you know to actually like hate this. Yeah. It was not hard at all. Like well, like coming up with wording to put to my emotion has actually been kind of more difficult than I thought it would be. But um, yeah, the actual hating of this. Is well, like the no makers of the video game, I think you're a better person for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It definitely was kind of cathartic, honestly. Mark. Seth, what are we going to be doing? Uh, next up, we are going to do "Figure You Out" by Nickelback. Um, we have to revisit Nickelback. Yeah. Oh joy. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna plunge into this one because the lyrics are well. well it's not like we're sitting no going surprise. over Shakespeare, man. We're not doing good shit. <laughs> well, last time we Ooh. did "Rockstar," <sighs> which is one of my least favorite songs on the face of the planet. <sighs> that is my Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um. So. Uh, we'll 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 do that and see what happens. So listen to "Figure You Out" by Nickelback. Greg, thank you so much for coming. Thank, thank you. You, you no, did, thank you man. Guys. No, you, thank you. You really came in here and really added quite a bit. Yeah, and it, it was, was this was refreshing hard. to me. It yeah. was, when you hate them as much as you do, yeah. And yeah. I, I just want everybody again who doesn't know me and doesn't he can't see me like. I'm not at all embellishing at all how much <laughs> no. I absolutely loathe them. And No, yeah, it is on par with when we had um, 
John Fahey on, and we talked about the Monster, the Monster Mash, Mash yeah. which he can't stand. He really hated. I didn't understand. He hates that, that song. I mean, really? I, did, I I get it. I get people that there are songs that they don't like, but that one, this, I completely get. Yeah. yeah. This is yeah. This is just this song is hot trash. It is just absolute garbage, top to bottom, to me. I don't like album. anything about the whole it. album. Yeah. Oh yeah. Through Luckily, through. I haven't heard it. But uh, listen, we have to discuss just a couple of things. Greg Gebhard, I think I mentioned earlier, from a place called Nice Guys Pizza. It's on Cape Coral Parkway, not terribly far from the bridge, heading towards the west off the bridge. Yes, yep, heading towards the west yep. off the bridge. Um, it's on the left-hand side of the road. Which right over the, the bridge from Californication. Yes, thank yeah, you for, okay. very much for pointing that out, Mark. Um, go there, get the finest in uh, cocktails and uh, root beers. I love the root beer. And, uh, and, and I just have to mention that my, my favorite production pizza in the world is made there. It is called the Some Like It Hot. It yes, is fantastic. very popular. But i got to say this to you, Greg. Yeah. Recently, it's not on the, the menu. It was just a pop-up, so to speak. But the muffaletta pizza might have been the best pizza I've ever had in my life. Thank you. That, that was fun. That was incredibly good. Thank that was you. so good. I, <clears throat> I have been dreaming of muffalation since that day. Is that Calamuffalation? Calamuffalation. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was in New Orleans. Uh, please go visit Nice Guys. It's a place for everybody. Um, go it have is. fun. It is. Uh, it's it's wonderful. Just had the eight year uh, eight year anniversary of trivia. Cold that hard I do there. Cash. Cold hard <laughs> cash. Brick of cash. Five hundred dollars. <laughs> I still haven't talked to them to see how that all went down. Oh yeah, they had to. Have, they had a plan. Um, they, were they were gonna, gonna put it in the bathtub. Yeah. Yeah. They had to bust out the hair dryer for that one. Yeah. Five hundred dollars <laughs> in singles that was frozen in a block of ice. Yeah, Amazing. link them to the TikTok of that. Oh okay. And yes. then can do you guys can you guys like play a song during this or no? Sure. Yeah. Can you guys fade this episode out to Jimmy's Chicken Shack? Californication. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Jimmy's Chicky's Chicken. Jimmy Chicky Shack. <laughs> yes, we can absolutely. We'll Jimmy fade that out for you. We can fade out to Jimmy's yes. Chicken Shack. Thank you again, Greg. Thank Seth. You, thank, you. thank you. Thank you, man. I had a great, uh, great thank time you guys again. for listening, and uh, we will be back next Monday with more lyrics to go. Bump. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics2gopod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week.